right, Barry Sopper, political editor, is with us. Hey, Barry. Good afternoon, Heather. Is the FPA law yet? Um, not quite, but it will be very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got to have the Governor-General's assent, of course, but then that's uh, a rubber stamp appear. But look, uh, it's interesting. You would look at this uh, fair pay agreement, 10% of an industry, uh, if they want it, uh, or if a 1,000 workers want it, then uh, they get it. That's the new democracy. Uh, it's the brainchild, of course, of the architect, which I find absolutely extraordinary, of the Employment Contracts Act. Uh, that's Jim Bolger. Uh, It uh, broke the collective bargaining back of the trade unions back then. So it's now back. Um, It was yet, I've got to say, Heather, another typical Labor deal when it comes to consultation, announcing that the employers were at the table. The only thing was, when it was taken away from the table, it wasn't what the employers had agreed to. Same sort of consultative deal that uh, farmers got with their emissions trading uh, fees. Look, um, Michael Wood, who, who's steering the um, final se- final section of the legislation through Parliament uh, this afternoon, um, he turned it earlier today into a very political argument during um, the general debate, uh, which will set the scene, I think, for the campaign next year. National looking after rich mates, while Labor's uh, clarion call will be uh, about uh, where are the workers or what about the workers. That was certainly the theme of Wood's message to National in the House this afternoon. That side of the House continues to have a na- narrow, zero-sum game of investing in working people where they always see it as a cost. We see it as an investment on the side of the House, Mr Speaker. So, Mr Speaker, as we celebrate Labor this day, I say thank you to the working people of this country for everything that you contribute. If fair pay agreements this week will make a real difference. This is a Labor government that backs working people every step of the way. Well, we know, Heather, of course, Labor's for the workers, the trade union movement, the financial backers to Labor uh, come election time. um, And it'll be over the moon about this. And I understand that you are going to be talking to the unions after five o'clock. This is rich. I mean, do you think that they, they, they can't possibly run this line out of the next election? They are the government who have increased inequality in this country like no government before them by basically taking money off poor people and giving it to rich people, hello, through quantitative easing that has driven up our house prices. Oh, and don't forget the Teslas. And the Teslas. And they froze (laughs) the pay of, like, thousands and thousands of frontline workers, like nurses and police officers and teachers. They can't surely, Barry, you don't really believe they're going to run that line at the election, are they? Oh, they'll be talking about um, national looking after rich mates through taxation. You wait. Great, we'll have so much fun with this, cannot wait for it. All right, in the meantime, they're also going to tell us they're doing a fantastic job with health, aren't they? Well, the dreadful cases that we've seen uh, just in the last few weeks of people being misdiagnosed at hospital emergency departments, uh, that was the issue that the opposition fired at the government today in Parliament. Grant Robertson, of course, he was standing in for Jacinda Ardern, whose herc has apparently just touched down on the ice about now. Uh, But as usual, this government, um, uh, the trouble uh, at the hospitals uh, is not their fault. Here's Robertson replying to Nationals' Chris Luxon. What I am aware of is a health system that we inherited that was in a complete mess, Mr Speaker. This government can stand proudly on a record of funding that his party can't. Does he really think that after five years in government, Kiwis being denied health care because of dangerously short-staffed emergency departments, 
are going to buy his desperate attempt to blame previous governments for failures that are happening on his watch. Mr Speaker, what I know New Zealanders see is when they go into the hospitals of New Zealand, they see a health workforce that works incredibly hard on their behalf. They see a health workforce that has increased in terms of doctors and nurses by 20% since we've been in office. Yeah, well, I think there's no doubt here that, that um, we do see a health workforce at the hospitals that are working incredibly hard, but it's of uh, little help to anyone when they turn up at the hospital that they may have 20% more staff, but uh, if you're not getting the care, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, I'm sorry to pick holes in their argument, but they are actively making it harder for nurses to come to New Zealand. So that's yeah. another uh, that's another argument that I'm going to. that was pointed out to Grant Robertson yeah. this afternoon. Good, no, I'm no, pleased. No, they're not. They've got 400 on the way, apparently. Oh, BS. We'll talk about that when the 400 <laughs> arrive. They keep telling us they've got tens of thousands on their way and then yeah, like no, 18 no. turn up. Got no time for this nonsense today. <laughs> Meanwhile, they've just turned five. They're old enough to go to school now. Isn't it incredible to think that five years ago today, Winston Peters walked onto the stage in the Beehive Theatre and um, uh, did what uh, had never been done before under <laughs> MMP, and that was choosing the party with fewer votes. Labour on 37% of the vote, National on 44 Well, National had 10 uh, more seats than Labour did at the time. New Zealand First got 7.2% of the vote, but um, they were the kingmaker, and in this case, they uh, chose the Queen, and uh, Jacinda Mania uh, took over the reins of power. Do you think? Do you think Winston regrets it? I think he. I think he deeply regrets what he did, and yeah. uh, I think uh, it may come back to haunt him in the future. Yeah, I think so. We'll just mark that. We'll just discuss that and mark that on the fifth anniversary of that. Hey, Barry, thanks very much. Appreciate it, Barry Soper, political editor.